Welcome to You Are Not Broken, the only podcast that combines science, medicine, and psychology to re-educate your brain and help you live your best love life. And I'm your host, board-certified female urologist, Dr. Kasperson. Everybody, we're so excited today to have Jerry Ann DiPiano, the founder and CEO of Fem Pharma. She serves as the chairman of the board on the company. She's a pharmaceutical industry executive and women's healthcare expert. She founded Fem Pharma in 1999 in response to the industry's narrow focus on women's health needs, such as contraception and hormone replacement therapy. But she noticed that the pharmaceutical industry lacked attention to other important women diseases and disorders. Guided by her vision to provide more effective treatment options for women, Fem Pharma is focused on improving women's health by developing prescription pharmaceuticals and over-the-counter products that are specifically designed for women across a broad range of therapeutic categories. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure, Kelly. So I think, I, how did I find you? I found out about your product, but then like we ended up on a panel together. We did. We ended up on a panel on the right. Yeah. We were talking about sex and women's wellness and you brought your expertise and we're like, she should be on my podcast. So what did you set out to accomplish in starting Fem Pharma? First of all, huge props. I mean, any woman who's starting a pharmaceutical company is like a unicorn, right? They, it just uh, You don't just fi- find women who do this. So already you're very, very impressive. What did you set out to accomplish with Fem Pharma? So thank you for, uh, for calling me a unicorn. You just elevated me to a level that my nieces, my young nieces would love that. Um, so they've been trying to dress me up like a unicorn for a while. So now I'm an official unicorn. Yeah, I am really an anomaly. Um, You have men that start prescription pharmaceutical companies, and and you do have some women, but women leading women's healthcare companies was very, it was a very unique world at that time. I have one woman friend who started a company working on vaginal microbicides at about the same time. She's, She's no longer actively engaged in the business, but I think there were two of us at that time that we started Fem Pharma. And and the mission was very crystal clear to me. And that is that in spite of the fact that we women represent the dominant force in pretty much every area, we control the purse strings, we make the healthcare decisions. When it comes to our health, we are shortchanged. And most of the time when drugs were being developed, they were being developed generically. And I don't mean generic drugs. I mean that they were developed for both sexes in the same way, same dose, same dosage regimen. Because the theory was women are just little men, right? Exactly. Well, that's why it's it's W-O-M-E-N or W-O-M-A-N, woe man, woe woman. So we, I remember us using the term woe, woe person. <laughs> But in, in any event, we know, and there's a lot of hard work that went into this and lots of pioneers who didn't necessarily start pharmaceutical companies, who, but who spoke out about sex-based differences and the reason that we ought to be looking at sex different from gender, because we know that there is a distinction, but looking at sex and how that impacts the way in which we develop drugs. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to change that. And we also wanted to think about ways in which to make drugs that targeted specific diseases and disorders without necessarily impacting the whole woman. What a novel idea to think about regional targeted delivery 
of prescription pharmaceuticals. So as an example, one of the early drugs that we developed was for a condition called endometriosis. And for those of you that don't know what it is, it's basically like a metastatic disease, although it is not terminal as in a cancer, but it's actually a proliferation of tissue from the uterus outside the the uterus. And it wraps itself around the fibrous tissue, wraps itself around the bladder and the bowel. And it really can make life pretty awful for women. It's also a leading cause of infertility. Unfortunately, every drug that was developed to treat that condition put a woman in chemical menopause. And then the ultimate resolution for women with endometriosis was hysterectomy. Another great solution, particularly because it affects younger women, so women in the reproductive age group cohort. So we decided to do a targeted delivery of a drug that would eliminate the pain and would also reduce the number of lesions, so improve the the endometriosis by reducing the lesions and reducing pain and particularly painful intercourse. And in that case, we were able to successfully accomplish that goal in the absence of systemic side effects. So none of these women went into menopause. None of these women developed androgenic side effects. And so that was the first proof of principle, if you will, was using targeted delivery. And we since went on to do an overactive bladder drug, which is still in the clinic, ready for phase three. And it is remarkable. Women who use our intravaginal drug for overactive bladder become fully continent in three weeks. Oh my gosh, I need to know about this. You realize that's, you realize that's my full-time job. I know, as a urologist dealing with women and pelvic health, I'm sure you appreciate that. And as we were doing that study, so this really is a good segue to where we are today. As we were developing that product, what was comorbid was vaginal dryness. And we saw that women were entering, uh, we were screening women and they were entering our study with lesions, abrasions, with their mucosal tissue in their vaginas and vulvas that looked pretty awful. And our investigators were concerned and we said, we want to, we certainly want to be very vigilant about the safety. So we added to our study a component, a safety component, so that our investigators would do vaginal inspections and colposcopies. What was surprising in a good way and unexpected was that This also was improving vaginal and vulvar symptoms. And we said, this is pretty impressive. Let's optimize this formulation and take it through the FDA clearance process and see if we can have a consumer product. And that's where we ended up saying, wow, this is a really important product that we can introduce as a consumer product, no need for a prescription for women who are experiencing menopausal symptoms or a variety of other symptoms that involve drying of the tissue, the mucosal tissue. That's awesome. I love those accidental stories, right? Of like, we were trying to solve a problem. We you weren't actually looking for like an over-the-counter supplement or skincare product, but you developed one to solve a problem that women are having and voila. Well, it's an audience that we were very interested in, women over the age of 40, how to approach that because we didn't want to develop one more hormone replacement therapy product because the, the industry has done a lot of that. And yet we were looking at women over the age of 40 and looking at different types of conditions, which is why we, we ended up 
looking at overactive bladder as one important condition. We were also looking at things like dysfunctional uterine bleeding because we know that in perimenopause, women will experience that problem. But we landed on this consumer product and we decided that there are a significant number of women, we've been doing market research and clinical research for a lot of years, but we decided that there were a significant number of women who just really wanted to think about non-prescription ways in which to deal with some of these symptoms. And we could play an important role in coming up with unique embodiments because we're pretty creative in the way we develop products. And we also decided that this is an area that we really cared about. I am in the age group cohort. And I know that once I reached the point where I was no longer interested in my fertility or contraception, I was sort of dismissed by my healthcare provider. And that was very frustrating to me. So I started interviewing women. Imagine that. I actually asked women what they wanted. (laughs) Said, you know, I don't want to feel invisible. And one of the things they continued to complain about was painful intercourse. And we know that one of the leading causes is vaginal and vulvar dryness. So we, we think we have a product. And so we did, again, concept testing. So we're we're really big on asking our audience what it is that makes sense to them, how to deliver it. And when I say how to deliver it, I mean how to deliver it in terms of what makes the most sense. Is it a pill? Is it a patch? Is it an applicator filled with product? How much product do we think makes the most sense? So asking all those sorts of questions. And then, by the way, do you like going into the pharmacy and buying these products? what is the best way in which to reach you or have you reach us if you need to have questions answered about these products? And we learned a couple of things. And one of them was, guess what? We hate walking down the Isle of Pink and it's just overwhelming. And it also is a little embarrassing, right? Because we as a society make it embarrassing. So women would walk down the aisle of shame in a sea of pink and they hated it. And they reported that back to us in our market research. Brilliant. I mean, everything you've done the whole step of the way is incredibly thought out. And even from, you know, the products that you have in keeping it in a gel in one tube versus in little one use ones, like that's all incredibly thought out. So let's talk about the Satisfate is the FDA cleared personal lubricant and moisturizer for vaginal dryness and pain. So that's the one that comes in the applicator and actually goes up to the top of the vagina. Right. So Satisfets, we, we know a lot about vaginal drug delivery right? We had 34 patents issue and it's all on targeted regional delivery. And one of the areas of targeted regional delivery is obviously the vagina. So we know a lot about the vagina. One of the things that we do understand about the vagina is it doesn't hold a lot of material. So when you put what is tantamount to five grams of material in your vagina, it's going to leak out. Yeah, that's the other very thoughtful thing about this is like actually part of your branding was to tell women up front, like, don't worry, this isn't going to leak out. And it's true. It does not leak. And I use the product myself. Everyone that I meet asks the same question. Well, you developed this product. Have you used it? I said, well, I'm menopausal. (laughs) And this is part of my daily regimen. So Satisfet is intravaginally administered. It's a personal lubricant and moisturizer. And if you remember nothing else about it, remember Fem Pharma, 
personal lubricant and moisturizer because that will get you to our website. It's packaged very discreetly and elegantly. That was, again, designed by women, not just me and the members of my team who just happened to be all women, but it was actually designed by women who were out in the audience who said, listen, we're tired of these clinically looking packages. If I want to throw this in my purse, I want something that doesn't scream, I'm a tampon or I'm some sort of a, a hemorrhoid product. I really want something that looks like, you know, one of the top tier brands. So it's packaged very elegantly. And for people who are listening on the podcast, you're hearing kind of that wrinkling of the packaging that she's showing right now. So this is this is a pre-filled applicator. It looks like something most of us have used in the past. We say it works like a tampon and a dilator combined. Now we know that dilators come in different sizes, but if you're a woman who's menopausal, you don't want to have a big, wide applicator. You want a narrow applicator. This is our applicator. And then there's a drop that defies gravity. And that's it. Awesome. It's a tiny little drop and it adheres very well to the mucosal tissue inside the vagina. And we say that you want to be using this product when you need to, which is every single day, because you want to be ready when the moment arises and you don't want to have to stop to insert your personal lubricant and moisturizer when you're ready to have intercourse. You want to be able to be prepared at all times to feel good, to feel that your vagina is healthy. And that's really the, the message behind the personal lubricant and moisturizer. This is for the woman. And if you are interested in having intimacy with your partner, so be it you'll be ready to have intimacy because your tissues, your vaginal tissues will be nice and healthy. You won't have to wait and interrupt things. Oh, excuse me. I need to insert my personal lubricant and moisturizer. Lie flat in bed. That's the other thing we joke about. No need to put your legs up in the stirrups. <laughs> you don't have to stand on your head and wait for it to work. It works right away. So when the moment arises, you're ready. So every day, moisturize your vagina just like you would your face, your arms, your legs, every other part of your body. It's skin. It's actually mucosal skin, which makes it more vulnerable to insult if it's not in good shape. I, I tell women all the time, you know, the, the face skincare industry is a you know, multi-billion dollar industry. And all this is a skincare it kind is. of normalizes it a lot for people. So let's talk about now, let's talk about the vulva. And, and what I'm thinking is, is even for women who are on vaginal estrogen, because I get a lot of women asking me, like, can I use more than what the prescribed amount is? And I have to tell them, like, we don't actually know, I, you know, we don't have a lot of studies on using more than what the prescribed recommendation is. But this might be something to use in addition to this prescribed dose of vaginal estrogen, because a lot of, you know, what I think is one, one prescription size doesn't fit all, right? Like some Women have drier skin than other people. They might need more, but maybe instead of adding more than what's prescribed, they could use the Satisfem gel and the Satisfem bud for the vulva. What do you think about that? So we do a lot of personal chats. So we don't use a chat bot at Fem Pharma. We actually have live individuals manning our chat function. And we get that question all the time. And what we say is that our products are not contraindicated with 
any of these other products with vaginal estrogens, if that's what you're choosing to use, if you have a procedure, if you had a, a labiaplasty or a vaginoplasty or a vaginal laser rejuvenation, it is not contraindicated. You can add this to your armamentarium of care and it's relatively benign. So we use pharmaceutical grade ingredients, but they are not active pharmaceutical ingredients. They are generally regarded as safe with the main ingredient being hyaluronic acid. Now, how many times have people heard about hyaluronic acid? It is a powerhouse molecule, um, which holds about a thousand times its weight in water. So it's really, really awesome in terms of its ability to hydrate and moisturize. And we also combine that with vitamin E. This is the gel. And the gel should be applied to the vulva. And this is where you can direct your dose. What we say is less is more. So this is a droplet. And if I rub it on my hand, you can see that it covers quite a bit of surface area for my hand. Imagine this is your vulva. By the way, it actually feels really nice when you put it on your vulva. <laughs> You might get additional benefits, unexpected benefits, if you smooth this around your clitoris and your labia and the areas outside your vagina. But yes, the vulva can become irritated. How can it become irritated? Well, if you're like me, you work out, you run, you cycle, and at those times, you need added protection. My women friends who are triathletes tell me that they lather up before they go on a long bike ride because it actually helps them. If you're wearing a thong or you're wearing some kind of lingerie that looks like a thong, you may also be creating some irritation in that region. So you wanna make sure that you're protecting it with moisturization, that being the vulva. And then thirdly, if you're a woman who is of a certain age, you're probably experiencing a little bit of urgency, frequency. So you have to go to feel like you have to go to the bathroom all the time. You might have a little pain. You may have some itching, decline in estrogen. Putting this on your vulva should provide some symptom relief from burning, itching, and dryness that is caused by some of these menopausal symptoms. And by the way, could be that you're in premenopause or perimenopause. You're not necessarily fully menopausal. Could be that you just had a baby and your perineum needs some tender loving care. Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking post-surgery or radiation. Yes. Anyone who's had pelvic radiation, a definite opportunity to take better care of the mucosal surfaces because it's probably been under assault for a period of period of time. And certainly with women who have had breast cancer who are not eligible to use HRT. This is something that if you want to start with the most benign approach, obviously you want to consult your physician on all of these things, but this again, doesn't require a prescription. So you can apply this. And then if you feel that you still want to do something more, obviously we always recommend that you consult your physician uh, for the something more, but for this one, you don't need to worry. I love it. And I think that's a nice message for people is like, if you have itchiness, dryness, go get checked out to make sure it's not something, right? To, to rule out all the big bads, cancer, you know, lichen sclerosis, a yeast overgrowth or something like that. Once you know, yep, this is just what we call a normal skin changes that happen with aging, then feel free to treat it as, as best convenient. 
Absolutely. So this is one that we do. We recommend this. And we also recommend what we call the Pharma. We call it a mini applicator, but we also refer to it as the bud or the swab. And this is self-contained. So it looks like a Q-tip using a trade name of another product, but that's what it looks like. It looks like a Q-tip. So if you're at work and you're going to the ladies' room, you don't have to carry a tube of anything with you. You just need this mini applicator. And then you can do the same thing. It has exactly the right amount of material that will cover your vulva. And you can apply it just as I'm applying to the back of my hand. Genius. You're done. It's like a single-use like lipstick or something. It kind of looks like a chapstick wand. So that's exactly what it is. And the, the beauty of that is if you're also worried about making sure that you protect your vulva and vagina from a cleanliness perspective, you don't have to be concerned about sticking your fingers in that area. Maybe you've been running, maybe you're sweaty, maybe you've touched your bicycle handles, you need to run into the restroom. You may not have an adequate amount of soap or other material to wash your hands. You may need something for your vulva and vagina. And these are packaged in a way that allows you to use them without necessarily worrying about protecting or encouraging overgrowth of bacteria because your hands weren't exactly the, the cleanest that they could be. Awesome point. I love it. Is anybody using it for, I can't even say off-label because it's over-the-counter products. Is anybody using it for like sensitivity or itchiness with hemorrhoids? Because I know that the perineum and the perianal area in women can also get very dry over time and with age. Are people you, Have you had feedback that people are using it there too? We have had feedback that both men and women are using it for some of those areas. I mean, this this product is actually safe enough to apply to the penis. Now, we're not focused on men's health, but women will often ask, is it safe for penile contact? And it is. And so it also can be applied externally in the rectal area. So if you need, if you have some dryness, cracking and things of that nature, it can be applied there as well. Beautiful. So where can women find these products? So the, the best way to find our products is to visit our website. We do not put our products in box stores or retail pharmacies. That was a deliberate decision by the company to offer an opportunity to make this a discreet purchase. If you have questions, it gives you an opportunity to ask someone in the company a question. You can do that over chat. We also have a medical director and you could ask our medical director. She is not going to replace your physician, but she will provide you with information about our products and the best ways in which to use that. And we are very, very sensitive to FDA regulations. We've had a great reputation with the US FDA. When necessary, we've got gotten our products cleared. Our manufacturing is all GMP. So we are very, very sensitive about the type of information that we will disseminate to you. And we typically follow everything that's in our instructions for use, and we do not deviate from that. Fair enough. So what's in the in the pipeline? What Are you able to talk about any, are you coming up with any other products that are going to be in the future? We talked about the overactive bladder one, which I'm very excited about. So we know that there are some conditions that affect women and more so over the age of 40. And, and so one of those conditions is definitely overactive bladder. We also understand that hot flashes can be very disruptive to a woman's life. Sleep can be equally disruptive to a woman's life. 
and pain. So talk about categories as opposed to specific products because I'm very concerned about confidentiality for myself and also my, my company and its shareholders. But if you think about those areas as, as the predominant quality of life disruptors for women, those are the areas that we will be focusing on and you can expect to see product opportunities being launched in the near future in those areas. Awesome. And if people want to follow you, you're starting a podcast. Tell us about that. So it's Dr. Deborah Saltman, who's our medical director, and I who are going to be uh, co-hosting the podcast and we'll be bringing guests on. I believe, Kelly, we have you um, identified as one of our guests because you're awesome. awesome. And you know, we, we love to uh, listen to yours. So we're eager to get you on ours. So it's Love Mia Vita. And as you probably know, Mia Vita means my life. So love your life. And we are two women speaking to women. We may have an occasional guy on the on the podcast, but we really believe in empowering women, supporting women, and encouraging women to speak with one another. We have to lift one another up, and I don't think we've done enough of that historically. So this is our opportunity to do it for our women visitors, for our women professionals like yourself, Kelly. We're very excited about the topics. Uh, they range from sex and intimacy and obviously discussion around some of our products, but sleep and anxiety and stress and, you know, what happens when you're in the sandwich generation and how do we, you know, encourage feminism in the workplace. So all of those topics are fair game. Awesome. I can't wait for that to come out. I'm definitely going to be a subscriber. Thanks so much for coming on with me today. My pleasure. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you.